killed her. The moons reflect off the white towers, standing like needles that pierce the earth. Lights shine from the Fellowship strongholds out toward the sea to warn travelers of the dangers below the waves. But the seas are calm tonight, as are the canals that crisscross Guildland's capital city. Our view moves to the south, a run-down part of the city. A row of homes and storehouses back up to one of the canals, and a flat-bottomed boat glides along the glassy water, which reflects the starry sky like a mirror. The ferryman is cloaked. Their metal hands grasp the pole that drives the vessel forward. In the bottom of the boat stands a traveler, cloaked and hooded. Next to him sits a wolf of extraordinary size. Intricate patterns are dyed and shaved into his fur, and metal protrudes from his earlobes and nose. The boat slows as it nears the back of a warehouse. Its doors are open, and the crew of people inside loads barrels and crates into a boat. Good evening. And a cloaked traveler puts a hand in the air. A scruffy man leaves the group loading the boat and walks out towards the dory. Oh, that traveler, he says. What brings you out at this time of night? I'm looking for some folks that you've met or will soon meet. I'd like you to send them somewhere for me. <laughs> Why would I do that? Some coin for your troubles. And he takes a small leather sack and tosses it to the smuggler. The smuggler catches it and he opens it up and looks inside and his face goes white. He pulls out a small gold ring. It's engraved with the sigil of Stonewell, a hand grasping a pickaxe set inside a keystone. Your brother says hello. The coins scatter as the man drops the bag, his left hand moving to the sword at his hip, his right clenching the ring. Curious heads look out of the warehouse. The traveler raises a hand. I mean no harm. The three will, or have, brought the dead with them. Though they are no necromancers, you must send them to Vane. And why should I listen to you? Says the smuggler, and slowly draws his sword. He levels it at the traveler. Um, the traveler's uh, very large wolf growls deeply at the sight of this uh, smuggler's sword. You will want to by the time you send them off. They will prove useful to both of us. The smuggler keeps his sword drawn and leveled at the boat. Saffron? At the word, the helmsperson pushes their pole into the water, moving the boat out towards the center of the canal. The moon's reflected in the slight wake it leaves behind. The smuggler watches them until they disappear into the darkness. The sun rises and sets and rises and sets dozens of times as our view moves up and north towards the docks. The smell of fish and ale accompanies the familiar sounds of seabirds as dockhands and sailors pack it in for the night. As one half of Gilder goes to sleep, the other half awakens. We see a dockside pub, the poor side. A fire roars in a brazier outside while folks huddle around it, drinks in hand. Others tell stories of far-off lands or exciting adventure on the seas. And at one table, a sea kith and a canara sit. They've been traveling with each other for a while now, and there's an air of familiarity between the two of them. The sea kith is armored, a trident leans against the wall at his side. The canara sits with a pack under the table between his knees. The neck of an instrument sticks out from its corner. A Grenker barkeeper passes two bowls over the counter to an Anza who serves them to the travelers. So I think the, the two of you are going to start where many stories start, in an inn just outside of Gilder. The place is <laughs> busy at this time of night. Lots of people from all over the country are coming in with their wares to trade, their knowledge and uh, skillful hands and Roberto and Tekoa find themselves uh, enjoying a fine meal what is this place and what does it look like on the inside is this right off the docks you came by barge yeah yeah mm -hmm. so it'd be right off the docks so I'm thinking it's like this big stone warehouse mm -hmm. where on the tower side of it where they would watch out for their own barges the lower portion would be their tavern Ah, yes. Should we call it the, uh, or we could just make it easy and call it just the port side. 
Or the poor, poor P-O-U-R <laughs> side. Oh, there you go. And it's got like a big mug pouring into, or like a like it's pouring into a pitcher, so mm-hmm. to speak. Kind of yeah, and a fish is, is jumped yeah. from the pitcher into the glass. It's a little carved yeah, wooden sign that's sort of uh, swinging in the gentle sea breeze. Yeah, they're known for their fish and uh, their fish stew. Uh, but this well, one, fish the, head soup. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. Well, okay, good. Uh, and they have lots of vegetables in it because you know it's fresh off the the barge, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's what the people like. It's got these. Well, so it's uh, it's late autumn. It is getting chilly at night, but they still have. They've got a few fires um, right outside the big swinging doors. They've got the tap room open up to the to the sea as the sun is setting. Nice. Okay, I sound like that. So you've got your fish stew. Mm-hmm. Do you have a plan for what to do now that you're in Gilder? Of course we do. Right? Right. You oh. know, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we were talk- thinking about doing that one thing and uh, heading over to, um, oh, what was his name? You're talking about Branson? Oh, well, yeah, we could go to Branson. I mean, I can't hear words about that, man, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if, if, well, I mean, it is late. We probably have to wait till Oh, Branson's available. He, he's he's actually more available at night. Oh, even better. Let's do the first roll of the game. And I think that's <laughs> going to be for Roberto, and I think it's going to be Forbidden Knowledge. Forbidden Knowledge. Let's oh. see if Roberto knows how to break Tekoa's curse. Oh, well, let's see. He certainly spun a yarn about it. Well, that you know, that's one thing to spin a yarn. It's another thing to... Uh, <laughs> To, to know. Uh, to know. <laughs> sure, you fake it till you make it. We're going to do a hard check against three purples. Ooh. Uh, I have... Uh, let me double check. I have a lot of talents. <laughs> now, if this talents. was a charm check, yes. Uh, I can play an occurring song. Customer rep. That's charm. Uh, could I... No, not really. I really don't have anything. I can do a blood sacrifice that might help if I was casting a spell, but <laughs> I don't really think that applies here unless I was trying to divine it up. Uh, Definitely not in the end. Probably not in the end. Can I get a boost uh, for being an apothecary so I know how to heal and treat wounds? Sure, yeah. So it's a, uh, a mixture of the fact that you know how to heal and treat wounds and that you have had dealings with the dead before. All right, and so that was... So I have, I'm proficient... I have three intelligence, so that's yellow, green, green, purple, 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 blue. That's three purples and a blue. All right, here we go. You got this. I got this. All right, so your success. You know that there are two ways that you can cure Tekawa of his curse. Neither of them are easy. The first way to do it is to heal him yourself. That would involve dispelling the dead thing inside him and healing the the broken bits on the inside the other way which is also not the easy way would be to kill the necromancer that cursed him i vote for this one i vote for this one also because he probably has knowledge that i could use to further you know my experiences and you know help us along the way well i mean we could do both you could heal me and then we can go kill the necromancer i mean i do want to see him dead well, I will absolutely heal you, you know. And I, I, I'm not just your average necromancer. I do have the some ability to heal. That's encouraging. I mean, I, I do like listening to you uh, play your lute. Uh, thank you, thank you. I, I've been working on it. I'm trying to rock a six string right now. Uh, it's mm. a little bit different. It's it's a little bit different. Uh, I've calling it the shredder. Oh man. Oh, that sounds pretty ominous. Yeah. Well, when my foot gets a thumping. Oh boy, I get a rockin', and I start just going all over. Do you have any ideas for your advantage? Something to do with this knowledge? My advantage would be, do I know a site where I could get boost on dispelling curses? You do, yes. There is a particular item. So there's there's this theory out there that some stones can help with magic. A lot of people think think it's nonsense, but some people think that you can sort of amplify your magic abilities with stones. Yes. My shredder needs all the <laughs> stones now. He needs stones to resonate and to amplify his shredding ability. A, a jeweled shredder. Oh man. His shredder abilities. 
I mean, it, it makes sense if you think about it. I mean, we use stones, uh, granted it's mineral, to, to season food. It makes sense that that might be able to season magic. Okay, maybe it's a bit of a stretch. Sorry, just trying to correlate here it, with my simple brain. It's fine, it's fine. That works. I can see that. I can see that. Amplification is amplification. Okay. This guy Branson might have a good idea for you. What do we know about Branson? Branson knows people. Branson knows how to find things, where to find things, how to get people to find things. He okay. has a bit of a reputation that goes far in the Gilder underworld and a little bit beyond it. He's not a nice guy. Okay. <laughs> we don't need nice people. We just need people that know what to do. Right? True. Uh, reasonable yeah, people. Reasonable. Let's, 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 let's call it reasonable people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Reasonable people. How much does Branson charge, and what does he cost, and and does he have henchmen? Branson that, usually like rabbit stew. <laughs> he he definitely has henchmen. I don't know what they like to eat, but he typically deals in favors. Oh, Okay. Well, favors do make the world go around. It's true. It's true. Ooh. Yeah, he likes to get people to owe him things. Let's see, what could it possibly a Branson need from a warrior fishman and a rabbit necromancer? Hmm. Oh, yeah, it seems perfectly normal. It, it should be fine. Mm-hmm. Probably just need something knitted or something. Yeah. Oh, totally. Maybe we just need to deliver a package. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's just a simple curse that you have, right? You know, if uh, I could figure it out, you know, maybe... Exactly. Uh, say it's a simple curse. It, it's. I, I mean. Does it itch? Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't really itch. Except have some for salve. We get into I, a fight, and then it wants to scratch. But that's different. Oh, that's a different salve. Yeah. Oof. Well, I'm up just about done with this stew. Um, should we go? Uh, well, try to find Branson. I, I think I need a second helping. I am eating for two now. Dick. Oh, uh, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> when is your brood due? Uh, well, when you get it out of here, you get it out of me. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know the biology of a, of a, of a, of a, uh, okay. Yeah. I, can, can we get a, <laughs> another serving, please? The serving staff brings over, brings over a uh, <laughs> tall, frothing glass of carrot juice and another <laughs> uh, fish head soup. Sweet. You two finish up your meals and pay the server. And are you heading across town to uh, visit with Branson? I think that sounds a good idea to me. Sounds like a great idea. Okay. Why don't you each tell me a an interesting part of town that you pass through? All right. Uh, after we leave the dock system, mm-hmm. we go straight into the merchant place. Mm-hmm. It's nighttime, right? And so... Only the taverns are open. A lot of the front stores are closed, mm-hmm. and so it's there's a lot of clinking and and whistling and hollering. Uh, interesting thing about this place is how the gnome brewers have mm-hmm. the largest establishments, and they're the brightest and loudest. <laughs> it's just fascinating. For something. Compensated for yeah. <laughs> well, they could be. I mean, you know. As you pass through Merchant's Row, you see a few people stumble out of one of the taverns and, and start a fight. Like a few drunk people starting up a fight? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Typical city stuff. Try to give them what they're just going to punch it out at the drink some more later. Usually how these things go. Yep. They'll make up over another cup. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Does it seem like the city guard are on, really on high alert around here? There are some city guard, but you haven't seen any around here right now. All right. So they don't so care about the little people. they're going to pass through. Okay, yeah. Yeah. The little people like that. Nice yeah, the gnomes. Like that <laughs> the, gnomes. <laughs> the little people. Well, there's also the, the heathlings, too, right? Or the hellings? Uh, yeah, the hellings. Hellings. Okay. And there are a well, number uh, of other smaller people around, too, that we just haven't mm-hmm. explored yet. Uh-huh. Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, one of the people in the bar fight is a raccoon. Oh, a raccoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, scrappy. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, cousin Eddie, he got in a fight with one of those guys. Lost an eye. Lost an eye. You don't want to was mess with his? Oh, man. It was bad. You know? Now, he, he used to be a really good shot with the arrow. Now he has to shoot two bows, or two arrows at once just to try to hit the single target that he used to shoot. Oh, well, that sounds or compensation. Reasonable. Yeah, yeah, compensating for it, yeah. 
like go the the leading shots and then the the one that he, that he hits with. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go through a lot of arrows that way. Hmm. I look at the claws on that. That's pretty impressive. Oh, sorry. I just think fighting styles. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. Shall we continue? What's the next place that you pass through? Well, um, after we pass through the uh, this little area here, it kind of butts up against where the, the stone towers are. Mm-hmm. And they call that this this area where we're kind of going to is called the Stoneworks. It's a lot of uh, stone masonry and, and that kind of thing. Um, so it's it's a little bit quieter part of town, obviously, because it's, it's closer to where the, the towers are and that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just really big and kind of has that an interesting... Uh, uh, architecture to it, you know. I guess they've decided to uh, build up on that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's where the Masons are at, you know, the Mason, uh, the Mason uh, guilds are at, or anything like that. But it kind of gets that vibe. At least that's what I'm thinking when yeah. we walk through this area. I think a good portion of it is actually run by the Masons from the Tower, the Masons okay. of the Fellowship, because mm-hmm. they have a whole dedicated group of people who their job is to put up walls, put up towers, put up defenses. So a lot of and that even maintain the existing here. towers as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Are there a lot of arching bridges from tower to tower? There are actually a lot of arching bridges because Gilder is it's since it's built right up on the water. There are a bunch mm-hmm. of canals that run run through it, and that's also mm-hmm. you know protection against the dead. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because dead don't like water, right? Right. Um, and eventually, you make it to a quiet little neighborhood on the south edge of town it looks like there are homes and uh, it's it's a little bit older on the older side less fancy and new than the areas surrounding the the stoneworks and the the towers um so there's some old homes here there are a few older kind of warehouse sort of buildings as well maybe like barns or they used to be barns and you know that one of these is branson's hangout and you spot it because uh, there is an orc standing right out front of it. Oh, it's got his arms okay. crossed, leather armor, a little what bit of fur around his collar. Like? Yeah, what's an orc, so an orc look like in your... So they are tall. They're very tall. They, they're they not like super beefy, thick people. They're more <laughs> human proportions, just taller. Their skin ranges from like deep green to sort of a sandy brown. Um, this guy's kind of an olive green color. You know that orcs aren't dumb. They tend to be shrewd and tactical. My type of people. They typically come from the western side of the continent, from the deserts and the fjords of the north. They're a little bit more like Vikings. Oh, very nice. I like that. Yeah. Ooh, that's spooky. Does he have a big <laughs> old axe on the on his hip? I think he's got a great sword, like a two-handed Ooh. blade, maybe across his back. Dang. Ooh, I adjust my uh, halberd on my shoulder. Guess this will line up. Hey, Takoa, I got a question for you. Do you happen to know Branson, perchance? No, Rab. Uh, Roberto, no, I don't know what happened to know, per se. I just I heard as much as you did. I've heard things, but I, I don't know don't know him at all. Well, all right. Let's, uh, uh, let's uh, try to charm our way in and uh, see if we can uh, get a meeting with this guy. Uh, I, I will leave that to you. I am definitely not the charming type. All right. The two of you walk up to this barn with an orc leaning outside of it. He looks you up and down and says, You got business with Branson? Uh, Good evening, my fine friend. Uh, We would love to have business with Branson today. Uh, Is he available? I don't know. Do you have an appointment? We would love to have an appointment. Uh, Can we see your book, please? It's all up here. He taps his, his forehead. Branson's a very busy man. Oh, well, we are very busy people. As you can tell, you know, it's not every day that a young Kanara and a fine uh, Seekith, you know, come into town and seek out Branson, is it? No, uh, I guess not. I don't see many Kanara down here at all. Exactly. And so, obviously, it must be a wonderful day for Mr. Branson. Should I roll? What do you want to roll? (laughs) You trying to charm him? I'm trying to charm him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It's going to be... Average with a setback because you definitely don't have an appointment. Oh, a setback, you say? Oh, a setback, you say? Well, wait, wait, wait. We're gonna add at least <laughs> one more setback to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna throw in another setback because not only do you not have an appointment, mm-hmm. he does not know you at all. You don't. Okay. You don't have an appointment, That's and true. you don't have a reputation. Fair enough. 
All right. But you're gonna well, I do have a knack for it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a knack <laughs> for it. Charm. Uh, move two setbacks for with specific skill. So. So you're telling me I need I also to have third. <laughs> well, I, well, you should. You have to come up with a reason. We want to get a boost off this. Then, if you're going to go for that's that, that's right. That's right. Uh, and I don't think I need to add that right now. Okay, I have. A, I'm also a customer service representative. Uh, after years of traveling the the area, you know. Uh, I love this talent. Selling your services. <laughs> Selling our services. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Okay. okay. I like it. Yep. I think I said average. So that's two yellow. Oh, two All yellow right. against two purple? Can I get a... No, I don't want to dig for a boost. You don't well, want to dig I mean, for a boost? We definitely clearly are not up to no good, you know. Let's see. That's right. A warrior and a hooded rabbit come into town. <laughs> we're Obviously, totally we're his type of people. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll give it to you. I'll take <laughs> it. Here we go. There you go. Dang it. <laughs> wow. It could be worse, I guess. <laughs> This uh, orc just sort of glares at you. You don't have an appointment. I'm afraid Brance is all booked up tonight. Oh. looks over it. <laughs> Roberto looks back at this guy. Steps up. All right. So say we don't have an appointment. Um, how do we go about getting an appointment? Well, you ask for an appointment. You bring him something. Maybe like a gift or something, especially if you don't know him. And I, I mm-hmm. take it the two of you don't know him. Or you know, if you if you can get an introduction, that 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 work too. Oh well. Okay. Hmm. Could you bring him out right now, and we could introduce ourselves? Yeah, I'd love yeah, to spin a, a, a play a song. You know, we're really we're pretty good at singing and stuff like that. You're you're a funny one, Bunny Man. Well, I mean, he tells jokes too, but no, he is right about the singing. Besides, does Branson like curiosities? What kind of curiosities? Like, I mean, well, I mean. If we were to say of the magical sort of curiosity, he might oh. curses that type of thing. Curses. Mm-hmm. Oh, you sure you want to talk about the curse right now? We could talk. We could talk about the curse right now. Tell me about we this could. curse. <laughs> we don't. We don't hear very much about curses. Yeah. See, now we have something that you know might interest him for an appointment. <laughs> All right. I, I pulled it aside. All right. You sure yeah, you want to talk wait. about the curse right now? Well, I half tempted to punch him in the face but uh we could just bring him we could do you think we could just bring him out what do you mean just kind of you know have you puff up Mm -hmm. in front of him i could sing a song try to control you well you know how that i I don't want you to yeah but if you punch him in the face that's gonna be bad he's kind of yeah i know i know i mean it's a nice sword um then I could heal him, but I don't think he would want me to heal him at the same time. Yeah, I mean, but if I if I if I if I bring it out, then he might think all kinds of problems. I mean, talking about it hypothetically is one thing, but then just bringing it out is another altogether. I yeah, right. Uh, I mean, I have no problem trying that if he's not going to really give us any idea of like what we should give Branson. Maybe I don't know. Um, Why don't we ask him to see what he likes? So I think while the two of you are talking, this orc has sort of opened the door a crack. And is talking to somebody inside. Something about a curse. Yeah? You sure? Okay. Yeah. I'll let him in. All right. And we turn back around. Break! <laughs> Just before he turns around, uh, he pulls up his loot and starts getting ready to strum. <gasps> you can go in. Oh, Wait, God. What? Oh. <sighs> All right, then. Thank you. Oh, thank you. What was your name again? Rock. Oh, Rock, you you are a lifesaver, Rock. I appreciate that. <laughs> is that a rock with a C or a K? With a K, no C. Oh, nice. That is nice. It's yeah. nice to meet you, Rock. Thank you. Thank you, Rock. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rock. He opens the door, and you can go in. Let's go inside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's pretty dark inside. The building is large, and uh, it looks like there's some some crates around the walls. And right in the center, there is a handsome man loading up some <laughs> crates with the help of a few other people onto the back of a cart right now. As you walk in, you see that there's uh, somebody on the inside of the door as well who closes the door behind you. Good security. Yep. They announce, hey, this guy's got some kind of curse he wants to show you. And the handsome man turns and looks. You've got some kind of curse you want to show me? Uh, Oh. uh, Well, um, uh. Yes? Yes. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. Well. Yes. It's dangerous. Do, do you want to preface that with anything? You looking for a job? You uh, looking for a particular item? 
looking for a cure to said curse. Yeah. Okay. Poor Takoa here. He uh, he got himself uh, kind of cursed by some necromancer. And uh, we got a couple of options. Uh, one of them is to find a nice place and try to heal him. The other one is to kill the necromancer. Both of those we're going to need some help with. See, we're new to the city. All right. Well, you've come to the right place. I can definitely help you out with this. That's what we've heard. He uh, orders his boys to continue the work and um, gestures to a side room and says, want you to follow me. The uh, the side room (laughs) is lit with a fireplace. As you crossed town, it got a little bit chilly out and it is pretty nicely appointed in a very eclectic way. It looks like the furniture in here is from a dozen different houses. Oh, <laughs> which they probably are. And uh, yeah, because it probably from gift. They're is. gifts. They're mm-hmm. gifts for him. Yeah, yep. that makes sense. Totally not stolen. Yeah, no. He's got <laughs> a desk that is way nicer than the building that it's in. And oh, wow. on the desk, there's a skull in a glass jar. There's a, actually there's like a bookshelf with with a bunch of books on it. And huh. he, he sits behind the desk and there is a there's there are a few chairs that you can sit on on the other side of it. Okay, well, the Dakota is going to resist the urge to tap the glass jar with the skull in it and sit down. <laughs> do you want to do a discipline check to see if you do resist, resist? the urge? Yeah. Absolutely. I'll be happy to do that. How, uh, how difficult do you think it would be to resist? To, to touch something that looks so cool? Yeah. Uh, hard. <laughs> hard. Okay, let's do it. Is the skull following us as we're Ooh. walking in? No, it's not. It's just it's okay. just in there. It's like a, a sealed jar, um, mm-hmm. and it looks like there's like some kind of liquid in it as well. Yeah, I have a feeling that because of this thing inside of me, I have urges to check out dead stuff and yeah. dead things. So, yeah, makes sense. Right. Here's the roll. Yeah, yeah, touch it. I, 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 what, 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 I've got three threats, though. Yeah, so you resisted <laughs> touching it. But now I'm fidgety. You sit, and as soon as you sit, the the liquid inside this container sort of starts swirling and glowing, and a little face forms around the skull and just glares at you. Oh, I knew it. Oh. It's got wide eyes like that. It's a ghost. Oh. It's uh, oh. freaky. What type of jar is that? Cool. It's a silver glass. Contains the ghost. Keeps it from being dangerous. Is the ghost bound to the skull then? Yes. Ooh. Jitters. Huh. <clears throat> can you talk to him? I can't. Ooh. I don't have that ability. Can it talk to us? Or if to you? you? If you're sensitive, it, it might be able to talk to you. Oh. Hmm. Well, I mean, I've got the curse. I don't know if that helps any. <laughs> yeah. So, so, did, so, not to ask too many questions, but to ask a question. So, where <laughs> uh, did you get this guy? Is he local? The skull? Is he? Yeah. It's, don't. Don't worry about the skull. Just, uh, why don't you tell me about your curse oh, and why you've really come here? Tico is too distracted by staring at the skull that's staring back in the face. Hey, Mark. It's, yeah. As, as, as a necromancer, can I converse with undead? Yes. Fairly easily? Oh. You, you would have to roll a magic check, and it would be, we call it sense. That's one of our custom magic skills. Ooh. So you could roll a... Roll Arcana and try. Would, unless you already have some for the threats, would me going up and talking to it be considered a threat? No, and he, uh, Branson might actually be interested in, in your ability to talk to it. Hmm. Okay. Well, now I have something I can give. Ooh. Ooh. I like this. All right. Cool. Thank you, Mark. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I pull up a, a, a chair keep looking back at the ghost because i can't stop not looking at something that's undead dead undead mm-hmm. and it's definitely looking back at you the face and that forms around it him. um uh it, it was looking at Takoa, and as mm-hmm. roberto sort of concentrates on it it moves over to him it seems oddly interested yeah. in the two of you it doesn't show up very often hmm. well, then i probably couldn't get rid of him if point. i tried <laughs> can you talk to it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can totally talk to it. You want to roll it? <laughs> Heck, yeah, I want to roll it. <laughs> <laughs> you dangle rolls in front of us. We're like, absolutely. Well, Branson, I, I could talk to it. That's kind of my profession. 
would you what do you want to know from him uh i wouldn't mind knowing where it came from well did you buy this place and he was already here no i mean he was he was a gift but i don't Ah. know the full story you know okay yeah well how about i give you a gift i'll talk to it let you know who he is and thank you for uh having us as uh for this meeting that sounds good Uh, i like that deal yeah and then you're really going to tell me what you're here for well, yeah, totally. We're totally going to tell you what we're here for. Absolutely. It's not like we're going to pull. No, no. Sense only works with divine and primal. So I have to have div- divine. divine. And Oof. to know it's, let's see, to get a history off it. That's not a, that's not like an upgrade that we've got. So let's make it, let's make it an average check. And then make sure you take your, your strain for using magic. Oh, yeah. That's two strain, right? Mm-hmm. So that's purple, purple. Can I get a boost because I am a necromancer that can put it away if I wanted to? Don't think so, but you could have a boost since it is contained and I would assume weakened by its containment with all that silver around it. Yeah. All right. So with a flourish, Roberto stands up. uh, He approaches the jar and puts his hand really, really close to it. Focuses real hard, looking deep into the skull, ghost face, and rolls. <laughs> An advantage. What so is your name? The, the skull uh, starts making faces at you, and I think it, it distracts <laughs> you a little bit. Do you have an idea for your advantage? Uh, my advantage is Branson doesn't really think we're that big of a threat. Okay. The fact that he thinks that it's cute that it is making fun of us, but we're not as big as a threat as we could be. Yep. He leans back in his, his chair and it sort of creaks back and he puts his feet up on the desk. So what's it say? Well, sir, my mom told me not to say such words in front of uh, polite gentlemen. And so uh, I will refrain from telling you what he's saying, but uh, needless to say, he is not amused that I am trying to talk with him today. Oh, stubborn undead. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. I'll work on them. I'll, so I'll keep working on them. Right. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Yeah, about this curse. Uh, we kind of want it mm-hmm. gone. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, typical for curses, right? Typical? Tip- yeah. I don't know well, what you mean by typical. And you've come to me. Why? Okay, so out of character, we've come to him because we want the stone, right? Or a stone that can help. Yeah. We're looking for a, uh, one. We're either looking for a, a stone to help ban- uh, dispel it. Or we're looking for a particular necromancer that is cursing. Well, the one specifically the one that cursed me yeah. would be the, the one that I want to find. I can't say I know any necromancers, but I might be able to help you out with the stone. Ooh. In fact, you might be able to help me out with a little something as well. Okay. We are here to help. Absolutely. Do you just take anything anywhere? I saw that you were loading up a, a cart over there earlier. Hmm. No, I need you to take something from somewhere. Okay. So we're at <laughs> Okay. Like, I'm used to like what you know, taking things from here, delivering them there. It's just you know part of the Canara way. There was a paladin uh, a while back that was uh, researching properties of stones. Mm-hmm. I have my doubts whether they actually do anything or not, but his. Uh, they don't. I'm, I'm sure they don't. He uh, he had a bit of a laboratory, library laboratory something like that in the local tower so hmm. i'm sure you'll find the stone that you're looking for there and i wouldn't mind having a few of the books off the shelf i'm sorry you wanting to st- you want us to steal something right huh okay roberto looks over to Takoa. he goes i know it's hard to to understand but <laughs> a couple of books and a stone versus something that's undead if we get pinched Come on, which yeah. is worse? Being yeah, stuck with someone I, dead? I, you know, it's for the greater good. I, I'm, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, eventually we can take out the, you know, the answer or we can heal me and eat alive. That's that's good. My backs, my fins are up against the, the current, as they say. Mm. Yeah. And if we do get it out of you, we can still find that necromancer and uh, hold them to task. You know, that's, oh, that's very that's important. That's going to happen. Yeah. That's absolutely going to happen. Yeah. You don't go around, you know, our colonies and tribes and start cursing people. That just isn't the way, you know. I mean, you, you can go up to the mines, 
go up to the, the mines in the western reach of the spine, but that's going to take you like a month. Oh, that's so much work. Yeah. And how much it's going to cost you to get there. Got to rent a cart, buy some horses. You know how many inns and taverns I'd have to sing at just to get a meal? Oh, man. <laughs> Let's just go oh, grab these sing? books. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't carry amazing. this loot and jingles for nothing. And he breaks out in song. Would you... <laughs> He uh, sort of glances out of the door of this room and looks back at Roberto. Would you mind singing a song for the boys? They've been feeling a little depressed lately. Oh, man. What's the matter with them? Oh, it's just that fall weather. It's been gloomy. And, you know, the dead encroaching. Eh. The usual. The usual. (laughs) Oh, let's see. Let's see. Well, is is there something that you can do to help us with this little task that you want us in exchange for that? Uh, is there something you had in mind? I, I, we're new to the city, so um, directions, map, can, that kind of thing. Yeah, help. I can give you all that. Sure. That's easy. Key to get in? <laughs> Pro- probably not that. All right. Well, it was but worth a you, shot. You two look like, like capable fellows. I'm sure you can do that. But you definitely give it a shot. You will absolutely give it a shot. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Tokoa, all right. Think hmm? back of some of the songs that we played. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're... Roberto Definitely picks up no his. Dirge. Uh, uh, no dirges. No dirges. No, no, no. A little upbeat hmm. tune. Um, they look like uh, they might enjoy something a little gravelly. Oh, yeah. gravelly, gravelly. Uh, we could play. Uh, uh, oh, sunbonnet. Sunbonnet's always a nice one. Ooh, ooh, yeah, I do like that one. That's a good one. Let's see if I can. <coughs> we should go out there and do it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should go <laughs> out up. there. Yeah, I, I, I don't need. I'm, I'm happy. Oh, you're oh, okay. going to be happier after this. Mark, are you going to have me roll something for this? Can we bring the skull with us? It looks sad. <laughs> does, sure. does the skull need to walk? <laughs> I, I mean, if, if you think it needs to, I guess we could do that. It might build a relationship, a, a good rapport between us. Yes. <laughs> between you and the skull. More information. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, when was the last time you took him for a walk? No, he, he just lives on my desk. I mean, he doesn't live. He just dies on my desk. Well, he doesn't get to travel. He doesn't get to haunt anybody. He's got to probably be very depressed. I'm sure he traveled he is when undead. he was alive. But you can't Maybe. talk to him. Yeah. And he's really not wanting to talk in here. Maybe if we'll we just got set him, him out nice... on the cart. Yeah, we'll get him some darkness. Fine. Uh, All right. <laughs> you got a nice ribbon we can... No, we're oh. not doing that. <laughs> he picks up the skull what? and moves it out into the main room. Takoa right. leans over to uh, as, uh, as he leads the way uh, as Branson leads the way Takoa leans over to uh, to Roberto and is like do we even know if it's a he? Um, I didn't ask Wait, what if it's a she? oh you didn't okay well I I, I just didn't ask I I suppose I could ask but that, let, let's let, let's Anyways, wait on yeah. that let, yeah, okay, let's, yeah, let's yeah, see yeah, if it stirs under, under uh, sunbonnet that's what I'm thinking sounds alright right, so how are we going to do this again? I, normally uh, you do this in the tavern and I just Make sure that we get the coins. Yeah, yeah. You know, thump. Just help me thump along. That'd be great. Okay. He's gonna go sit over at a barrel, and he will <laughs> be happy to thump along. <laughs> Give you the beat. We walk out. Uh, he drops his pack, and he flips back his hoodie and ties back his ears, and strums his <laughs> attitude loop, and starts going into singing some foot stomping little chorus song aj me is not a music guy he, he might happen to have a little kid's guitar in his hand right now but uh <laughs> sunbonnet sunbonnet she wore it on her head sunbonnet sunbonnet she hopes she's not well dead didn't know she's raising up daisies she's pushing up those daisies sunbonnet sunbonnet Hope you don't wake up dead. Oh, she pours some mail and pours some beer and pours a little stew. She pours some mail, she pours some beer, and her name was Curly Sue. Sunbonnet, sunbonnet, you're quite the hair today. Sunbonnet, sunbonnet, let's dance the night away. Oh, the tide is fair, the air is chill, and uh, take it away to Koa. Sunbonnet, sunbonnet. <laughs> Some bonnets, like some bonnets. <laughs> <laughs> some bonnets. All the goons start clapping along. Okay. 
Oh, good. Yes. Why don't you roll a roll a charm or leadership? I'll roll a charm. Yo. Okay. Jay, can we do this as a group check since we're kind of in the middle of this together? Yes. <laughs> I yeah. have no ranks in sure. it, but I'll give a boost. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Give a boost, and we're we are going to give a setback for the out of tune instrument. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'll take it. Uh, you want an average? Well, you just get to remove it anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's do average. Uh, yellow, yellow, purple, purple, blue. Sunbonnet, sunbonnet. Let's roll some dice today. Sunbonnet, sunbonnet. Yeah. We're dancing nice. Like we've made it. <laughs> Woo. They, they start clapping along. There are three goons and, and they all enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And the skull that's glowing faintly now that you're in a darker place continues to make very rude faces at you. It, oh. does, not, it does not like this music at all. Oh. <laughs> that's the threat. Oh. <laughs> the skull is yeah. not a fan yeah. of this. <laughs> Dang it. That's going to come back and bite me later, too. And it's going to come back and haunt come you? Back, yeah, oh. come back yeah. and haunt you. Literally. <laughs> Literally. All right. That's awesome. Oh, so boys, just... you guys are doing a great job today. Look at you guys. That is one fine packing job that you're doing there great keep it up yeah this is awesome oh by the way here takes picks up the barrel that he'd sat down on to do the drumming on and picks it up sets it in with the other ones let me help you out a little bit oh you're welcome all right so i i can give you uh directions general Mm -hmm. layout idea i don't know all the towers i think are the same this one's on the the south side of town it's it's a minor tower it's not like the Mm -hmm. big main one in the center of town and he sort of starts drawing out a map in the dirt floor of this place to give you a good idea of where to go and he draws like a circle and and splits it up like like how the towers are typically laid out um i mean i've only been on the first two floors of one before but i think it's got to be all the same right sure well right we can hope so we can hope they can be we'll figure it out if not yeah what was what exactly was the layout and do you have a list of the books that you want I do mm. have a particular one that I'm looking for. You'll recognize it by its... It's got green binding with gold decorations on the spine and the silhouette of a wolf. Hmm. Uh, what particular paladin is this? I assume they would like have their title outside their door. As far as I know, they haven't been around in a while. And in fact, it might be a little more difficult to get in there because they haven't been around for a while. Why's that? There's a, uh, an Ision named... Torin. He uh, used to, he puts a hand on the side of his mouth like he's telling a secret, even though it's just mm-hmm. you guys and his goons. He used to supply me with some premium stuff, some hmm. real nice gemstones, but uh, disappeared a little while back. Oh. Hmm. So you think it'll be harder to get stuff from him because of the fact that he's not there, so people will be suspicious about us going to his place. Which uh, I just, you know... They might have started clearing it out. Oh, okay. It's been a couple months since he left or whatever. Hmm. Did he leave mm-hmm. or did he pass on? Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh. He, he just uh, pretty much cut off all contact with me and I couldn't find anything else out about him. Wow. Hmm. Wow. That's, that's, is that normal? Not really. No, they have towers. They're supposed to like keep track of everybody and everything that's going on, right? Yeah, they're they like the bastion of hope for ridiculous everybody. Ridiculous amounts of records. Yeah. Hmm. They have people whose sole job is it is, is to to keep notebooks full of things. <sighs> I don't know who would keep that many rec. I don't. I don't even keep records. No, you just write crazy. them in the dirt. That way, right. you know, you can't get caught. You can wipe it away. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Exactly. Hmm. That's when well, uh, 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 Roberto whips out a little note journal, so writing down the schematics that he needs. Yeah, I don't know who would take notes. That that was foolish. <laughs> that green ball. Branson with starts wolf. looking at you very suspiciously. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll tear it out when we're done. I just we just got to make sure. I'll eat know. it. They'll eat it. What? Yeah. <laughs> Um, can we flip a light side point that uh, so we can kind of introduce uh, some form of somebody in contact that we can have with the tower? Sure. When we go there. What's their name and what do they look like? Uh, let's go with they're they're definitely a stone folk. Okay. Um, yeah. And and uh, well, he kind of looks like he's kind of got the lava hue to him, so he's got the black and the red kind of thing going on there. 
cool for the stones, you know, uh, probably a little bit smaller than most stone folk because he's for some reason in the towers. His name's Ravenick. Ravenick. Yeah. Okay, that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we've um, I know one of the uh, he's he's a low level guy. I'm trying to you know get in, and he makes like a little uh, gesture with his hand, you know, get in with him while he's still lower level. So when mm-hmm. he moves up the ranks, we can, you know, we got somebody in the tower. Um, but yeah, his name's Rabinick. He's uh, stone folk. You recognize him. He's kind of reddish. So this paladin, Essien, yeah. Torin, uh, he was supplied with gemstones and he goes missing. Was he traveling up north to get gemstones? I mean, they get, you know, the tower gets whatever they want. Yeah. They... So do you. Yeah, so do I. It's a little different, though. I gotta work for it. They don't have to work so much. That's right, they don't. Other than disappearing pal. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I assume the stones just came came down with with other paladins, the ones who who travel and stuff. Okay. Interesting. You know, we got got merchants and towns. This place is a big city. But but do paladins generally retire from service? Yeah, if retire, you mean die, yeah. That's about it. That's what I was thinking. kind of frowns at that thought. (laughs) I mean, that doesn't even happen that often. You wouldn't Mm. even, you couldn't even guess how many ancient paladins there are. Wait, what makes them ancient? Their age. Oh, just, okay. Not like, 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 like the leader of Gilder, ancient, but just like ancient, like old. Right. Okay. Nobody's like that. Nobody's like the leader. Okay. Well, um, are the towers... Are they, are they open right now, or is it one of those things we need to wait till the morning? Do they have visiting hours? Do you have any... I mean, if you're planning on going in through the front door, then, uh, yeah, you could go in through the front door right now. There's gotta be someone there. I mean, they basically live there, so... No. Okay. Alright, well, uh, I guess we need to... Wait, people live there? So this is like a dormitory <laughs> that we're going yeah, to? Yeah, so the, the, the paladins live in the towers, yeah. Uh-huh. Unless they're abroad doing paladin things. Uh-huh. And so these towers are built like fortresses, right? Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. So getting into his place from the outside is going to be a little more difficult. Yeah, probably. Two strong boys like you, I bet you could do it, though. Sure. Is it on the first floor or second floor? Second floor. Hmm. Starting to feel like you're just trying to get us out of your hair. Hey, is that a Canara joke? <laughs> well, I guess it could be. Is it? <laughs> All right, uh... Book, stuff, stones, second floor, get in. Ravenick. Yeah. Ravenick. You right. didn't get out, don't get caught. It's my oh, motto. Yeah, that <laughs> All right. Uh, is there anything else you want out there? Uh, if, if you can get me that book, that's that's what I really need. All right. What else is, was this paladin known for anything other than stone research? It was all, he was into experimental stuff. Not your run-of-the-mill magic science kind of paladin. Oh, kind of like a gnomey type of guy? Gnomey? You know, like the gnomes. Always trying to tinker with stuff. You know how the dwarves always tinker with stuff? Yeah, like, Yeah, a little bit more into, into magic than your average average person around here, though. Weird. Pallies usually don't deal with that sort of stuff. Yeah, they, they teach them rudimentary stuff and hand them a sword. That's usually about it. <laughs> yeah, they usually try to burn themselves up as they try to light their lamps, I heard. <laughs> I've heard that happens once in a while. But I really don't think those lamps do anything. Amateur hour. Uh, they're good for roasting marshmallows, I heard. But that's about oh, really? it. Oh, really? No, I, that's just what some I've heard. I don't know if it's true. I, I can't say I've spent much time underneath them. Well, really got to right. get this special shipment of uh, items out there, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I, I lean down to, the, to the, the, the silver jar and I go tap on it. And, hey, buddy, is there, uh, you want anything while we're you know out and about? Yes, hold on. <laughs> it um, makes the most gruesome face that you've ever seen, and I would like you to roll a fear check, please. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. So either you're discipline or cool. Discipline and cool. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> All right. Uh, and let's make it hard. Ooh, you can do it. Three purple. Actually, you know what? I I flipped. So let's make it um, hard with a red. So <laughs> I'm veteran level One red, play. two purple. All right. Uh, can I get a boost for... No, I won't even. You can flip a point in order to get a yellow. Oh. <laughs> I don't have a problem with this. Go for it. 
Yeah, I'll do that. I mean, we have two, so we can use them die active. There we go. Alright, so, we're gonna go with a yellow, green, red, purple, purple. <laughs> Come on. Oh, you got it! Okay. <laughs> Oof. So I think uh, you Oof. stumble back a little bit when it makes this gruesome face and says, Hang me out. <laughs> Not without oh. telling me your name first. And you say that to the air, and Branson, like, turns and looks at you. He says, what'd you say? What'd I say? He said, he, not until you tell his oh, name first. Nobody oh. else in this room noticed what just happened. Oh. oh, I was asking him if he needed something. He said, let me out. I said, no. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Where did you find this guy? He's got some manners. He was a gift. <laughs> I hope you got, you know, they hope hope you got a better end of the deal. You know, I definitely did. Well, it's not every he day. gives you a wink. Good. <laughs> Good. This guy. Uh, I'll be back for you. We'll have more talks. Yeah. <sighs> right. All right. Let's go break into a place. Wait, wait, I, just, let's not call it that. Yeah, fine. Okay. All right. Let's go. And we walk out. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Other Place. The Other Place is a production of Nightcast Creative. For more info about us and our other projects, visit nightcastcreative.com. Loving the show and want more? Join us and other fans on Twitter, Instagram, Discord, and Patreon. Check our show notes for the links, and be sure to give us a shiny five-star rating wherever you find your podcasts.